Hey guys, and thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Local Legends, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Justine from Vault Interiors. Thanks for joining me. Hi, my pleasure. Thank you. So, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and a bit about your business? Sure. Well, I'm 36 years old and I started the business when I was turning 25, 26, so about 10 years ago now. Yeah. Um, I think I came from a long line of business owners. My dad had his own business, my brother. So it's just something that, or my grandpa, just something that came a little bit naturally and I had that good mentor group around me. Mm. Um, and I just saw a gap in the market. So I thought, why not? <laughs> yeah. So 25, 26, so quite a young age to be opening up a business. Tell us about um, how that came about. Obviously, you had family that were doing it, but what yeah. sort of sparked that? Were you doing the sort of styling thing before that? Or Yeah. So I was working for a competitor and I love working for them was there three or four years but they weren't really offering um, what we offer a little bit about our business is property styling and Mm. purchase packs so where we sell furniture as well and they were doing just the property styling so I saw this whole gap where a lot of homeowners would say hey I love the styling but can I buy the pieces and they just weren't kind of offering that and I thought why not you know my background's in interior design so I knew I had the skill set to to do move-in ready homes as well as just Mm. staging Um, so that really spurred it on and I had enough clients were asking me for work outside of my normal working hours so I just thought you know jump into it give it a go (laughs) yeah give it a go so with the whole styling side of things like you need to have a lot of furniture Mm. on hand so like at 25 26 um you would have had to outlay obviously a fair bit of cash to go and make that happen a A warehouse to go and sort of store that was that scary at that point terrifying (laughs) and I still sit back and go wow how did I do that I just I backed myself and I just thought I've got to put this all in it's a gamble but without risk there's no reward um massive outlay yes three trucks 2,000 square meter warehouse couple a million dollars worth of stock but I have accrued it slowly so it hasn't just happened overnight like I started out with pieces from Ikea that I build myself on weekends or go to Target on a Sunday and and install everything myself with my car and then I got to the point where I was so busy I could have one helper and then busy enough to justify some freelance removalists and then it grew after a few years to having my own warehouse and my own staff so it was a slow process but yeah you just got to do it. <laughs> yeah, just give in and just sort of do a lot of the work yourself, right? Correct. You've got to get costs. your hands dirty in the beginning to save on cost, you know, because yeah. overheads and labor are the biggest part of our business. So just to, to get that profitability and then anytime I'd have any profit, I'd invest it straight back into the business. So that, mm. that's helped me grow. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. A lot of people or people that will start their own business want to try and take the money out as quick as yeah. possible, but you pushed it straight back in. Correct. I'm still waiting. For yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I, yeah. I can't complain, but you definitely, you've got to always reinvest. You've got to, whether it's marketing or stock or training or staff, um, rebranding, you've always got to kind of put back in. If you don't refresh, I think mm. every few years, you just don't have that presence anymore. And our industry is so fast paced and changing all the time. A lot mm. of new competitors came in the market that we had to reinvest again, new looks, you know, be competitive. So you've just got, always got to be on your toes. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. So what, with all the different competitors and stuff, what do you think differentiates yourself to the next person? That's a great question. I think our point of difference is we're quite vibrant and edgy. A lot of our styling competitors tend to do just a really monochromatic look. You can't tell if it's one of five different styling companies. Mm. There's no pop to it. There's no uniqueness. Now, don't get me wrong, some beautiful work, but I think we style we style all across Sydney. So we have a really broad range of stock, whether it's French provincial or modern or Scandi. So we can accommodate a lot of markets, which has helped us, I think, in quieter periods with the market too, yeah. that we could do different areas of Sydney. Um, and also the fact that we offer this different, you know, you can buy the furniture and we can do furniture packs for you. We've even done 
vintage uh, caravan renovations. Yeah. So we're always looking for new ways to do creative interiors. Yeah. So you led into something interesting there. You've done a few caravans, but yeah, you bought about them. Ten, and for different ten of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about those. I see them up on on social and stuff. Yeah. Super cool. And do people actually obviously live in those? Like what? Yeah, what actually mixed works? bag. Like some are just holiday homes. Some are in in the garden. They're great because you don't need a permit. They're on wheels as long as you don't live in them. You know, twenty four hours a day. Yeah. Um, I started because I had a I love the tiny home movement and I thought yeah. they were a lot of fun and my friend kindly let me put one at her property in Windsor yeah um, so that started out then people saw it on social media which is a great tool and <laughs> contacted us and said hey can you do one for me we've yeah. got a couple sitting in Byron at the moment so yeah it's... Byron seems like the area that would have a few of those yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> like Airbnb type situation yeah. they're great for that they're um, self-sustaining solar power Get they're out. quite cost effective you know greater yeah. flight can be 50 60 grand but a vintage van Renault is probably 15 to 20 so yeah. and they look super cool right you say you live cool. in a vintage van that's yeah. just like next level that's right well, instead of renovating or moving you know put yeah. a teenager in one in the backyard <laughs> it's a cost effective way and a lot of generational like that 20 to 30 are staying at home longer to save so yeah. great it's just a little solution for that housing problem yeah you reckon I'll put my son in there he's a little maybe bit young, yeah. <laughs> yeah totally think about it in the future right that's right <laughs> Instead of building another level, just van yeah, in the back. Get the van out the back and then I can move him wherever I want. If I want to get rid of him, I can take him somewhere Tell else. Tow him somewhere. <laughs> that's right. I think they're a lot of fun. And I think that's our point of difference. We're always looking for something a little different or you've got to have different revenue streams, especially with the market. It's been so up and down in the last 10 years, like mm. especially the last two years with people's nervousness around the market and waiting for the election and so many factors that we needed to, to have different revenue streams. So it's always thinking about how we can do interiors, but in a unique way. Yeah. So talk to us through that because we've been working together about five or six years now. Mm. And a couple of years ago when the market turned, which is about 2017, um, you know, we had a conversation and your business was quite large at that point because the market was moving very, very quickly and the market really just tanked. And then the the prices dropped and people stopped selling. But then the people that were selling weren't investing a lot into marketing because they weren't sure they were going to get the result that they wanted and weren't putting money into presentation. So what did you do during that period just to Mm. basically keep your head up? Above water. Look, it was a really tricky time and really tested me as a business owner and the business in itself. But I think we had to be adaptable. You know, we had to cut costs. We had to, it was really tricky to get out some staff onto more casual basis. We did downsize a little bit. At one point I had four trucks. Um, we sold some stock, you know, all sorts of clever ways to just stay in the game. Mm. Um, you've got to be adaptable and you can't be too attached to anything. And I think having flexible staff um, and, and, working with the agents to see what they really wanted so we just had to kind of go all right we'll do a paired back package because that's where vendors are willing to invest they're only willing to spend you know a thousand dollars two thousand dollars on styling versus Mm. a few years ago it may have been six thousand for the full house so just finding ways to to work with the budget so they could still get the result Um, but I think a lot of savvy buyers knew that you you still have to presentation's key you still have to spend money to to make money so we just reinforced that message and told people why styling ad adds value so really getting that message out there was important yeah of course okay and talking about the sort of cutting back on costs say there's a vendor or an owner or just a general homeowner out mm. there that wants to do a bit of styling at their own property yep. what can they do themselves not trying to take business no, away from you, obviously yeah, yeah. any tips that they could sort of implement absolutely look i think decluttering is, is a free one and it's so often overlooked like just not having your personal photos out no messy paperwork being neat people just want a move-in ready home so they find it very hard to attach if your personal stamp is Mm. all over the home so decluttering mess decluttering personal photos a quick paint job just even if it's a touch-up really helps or steam cleaning the carpets cleanliness so it's all fresh Um, having your facade looking right is really important so trim your hedges have a nice 
painted front door, just these little things, actually, they just create an impression for buyers and it's a lot easier for them to envision themselves in the home if the property's neat and tidy. Mm. And of course, you've got great wholesalers at like uh, Target, uh, sorry, retailers and Kmart who do really affordable decor. So just a few nice cushions, a couple of scented candles to get rid of musky smells. Mm. Just a few touches will really transform what could be an average listing to quite a standout listing. Yeah, of course. And is there particular rooms that you focus on more when you do styling or? Look, we always advise if it's an empty investment to do the whole home because you really want to reinforce if that third bedroom can fit a double bed, that's great. And you should showcase that. But if you're on a budget, it's still better to do some styling versus no styling. So things like the living room, our fresco and a master, because mm. they're the things that appear in the marketing shots. Yeah. So online styling is just as important. That's the first port of call where people decide if they even come to the home. So focus on the, those key areas is a bare minimum. And if you can do the full home, because it just really has a consistent visual story. Yeah. Okay. We've talked a lot about the actual property styling. What's this um, sort of turnkey home package to mm. furniture that you actually do which I didn't actually know about until uh, it was about six months ago now and it seemed really interesting so tell us about that I've got to say it's one of my favorite things like I love where we're customizing the interior scheme for someone's home where they live so we kept getting approached by people who had bought a home we'd staged or had heard of us and said look I really want a new look for my home Mm. so we'd go in and do you know blinds not full renovations we don't take take on bathrooms and kitchens because we just don't unfortunately have the time we're doing 60 styling houses a month but you know in terms of cosmetic things um and soft furnishes we can do um so full fit outs of living rooms bedrooms they may have a partial budget where they say look we've got some existing pieces we love like my grandma's beautiful credenza but i want to bring in a modern touch with everything else so then we just it's a nice challenge for us to work out how do we keep their core pieces Mm. but then freshen up everything else and then they they physically buy that furniture and they own it and it's a lot of fun for me to put together yeah that's super cool so you could basically hypothetically you could buy a house empty property have you come in and then you just bring all the furniture in and there's literally nothing else that you need to do but essentially move your own clothes and stuff in is that right correct yeah and whether you're a homeowner or it's great for investors like we do this in the city a lot where they they want to rent it either as a like a furnished rental or maybe they're like an overseas traveler and they come to sydney once every few months yeah we've done the full turnkey so the kitchen the fridge you know the linen the whole thing so they can just arrive open the door and the place is fit out so that's been a for time poor people it's been a good solution just that convenience piece which i think the whole world's moving to like what's the most convenient thing how quickly and how cost effective (laughs) can i have it (laughs) can i have it in two weeks exactly right can you do it tomorrow because we have no furniture right right. but i just think of it like myself and my family like we just don't have time to Mm. go shopping and do all that sort of stuff and look at furniture and see what's going to suit what and what colors tie in well so i guess you can just take that over 100 percent. i think that's where our service is interesting because they just want to be guided like they, ha- they may love the Hamptons look but they have no idea where to source all the yeah. cane pieces so it's just kind of handing over to someone that is an expert in that field and, yeah. and you'll have a beautiful job yeah. and then you don't have to be in a shopping centre for <laughs> four hours a day. <laughs> I'm not thinking of anything worse. Or I'd assemble rather... any furniture we do that for you too. So. Yeah yeah the, the Ikea makes it sound like it's easy but it's definitely not oh, easy. No. Many divorces yeah. happen over <laughs> Ikea so look engage us we'll, yeah, we'll build that flat pack. <laughs> yeah we're, we're pros. Yeah no I love that. So um 
someone thinking of getting into your industry and mm. wanting to do what you're doing at the moment, um, some advice and things that you've learned along the way? Sure. I think, look, be your own um, advocate, really have confidence in your own style. A lot of people will say, well, this is the trend, you know, you must follow this. But what we've found is um, good furniture and styling, you know, there's a longevity to it. So if you're confident mm. and you're timeless in what you're suggesting, you know, just be yourself. It'll always carry through. And I think learning from other people, like I've been so lucky to have good mentors, great people that inspire me, um, always learn. And, and look, you've got to work hard. I started out just helping people on weekends or offering my time. Mm. You know, you've got to have that mindset where I'm willing to get in and learn. Maybe it's work experience or maybe you're just taking a, a lesser role or an admin role, but then you can always transition into interior design or working for a retail is a great way. Like if okay. you work for a Freedom or something like that, you've done a bit of visual merchandising, then that's yeah. a great way to get into styling because people go, great, they've had experience with soft furnishings and probably done some staging in the yeah. stores. So I think there's different avenues if you're clever and, and just keep approaching people. Yeah, of course. And is there courses and stuff that you can or should do? For that Absolutely. Sort of thing? Look, I think we love our girls to have either some kind of TAFE degree or a uni degree. Um, they don't have to be an architect, but if they've mm. done something like fashion or something relevant you know whether it's interior decorating interior styling coco republic have great short courses um and more tafe does there's quite a lot of them out there so just to show that you've got the dedication to learn some of the basics is really helpful and i think a candidate that has that on their cv will always stand out but if that's not your road that you've just got great experience then just prove it with a wonderful portfolio you know that can often sway me as well if they haven't had that educational background but they've been hands-on and have beautiful work because they've gone and staged their friend's house taking photos and that's impressive as well yeah and that social part comes behind like the social media part and showing that following that way definitely yeah Yeah. no i love that so we've got some questions um on instagram that was um sent through so how do you tie in furniture to the architecture of a home That's a really good question. It depends on the type of architecture. So, and the client's brief too, like you get these beautiful old terraces where it's Mm. an older facade, but then a renovated background. So back. So I try to balance the two. We might have some heritage pieces, but we might have some uber modern pieces because that's actually the way the house is. Um, If it's a coastal property, we'll often like pull in colors from the landscape. So blues and greens or textured sandy colors. So you want to look at the, it depends as well if you're living in it or if you're staging it, Mm. know different um, requirements but if the homeowner says look I've got this modern house but I love French provincial then have fun with that like put French provincial in but make sure it's got a modern twist so it's going to work yeah so a lot of the time it's understanding the client's brief and if you're doing it for sale what's going to highlight the best features of the property like if it's a period home put some beautiful period pieces in that will highlight that Um, but also think of the target demographic so if it's a young buyer they're going to want to see a few eclectic modern pieces too yeah okay and and what about um i guess background in terms of where people have come from like different countries and stuff do you look at that for the specific area that you're doing styling for definitely um buyer demographics huge i mean a great stylist will know the kind of the core buyer whether it's young families or whether it's of certain national nationalities you know principles like feng shui can be really important in certain areas or certain colors so it's really understanding each suburb that you're working in and what that demographic is and and I do that by talking to local agents and understanding at, at the briefing mm. who do you think this buyer will be mm. that way we can really tap into it now in saying that people can always surprise you so you want to appeal to the broadest market yeah, possible right. yeah but having a few nods uh, whether it's a family home and doing a lovely kids room or something that's going to pull at the heartstrings you want to be 
yeah, clever and, and pop those in where you can. Yeah, be mindful of that. Yeah. Mm. Um, so typical turnaround time for styling. Uh, interestingly, most of our quotes are done within a week to two weeks. So look, ideally we love 14 business days. <laughs> it's the industry <laughs> term. 14 yeah. business days would be great, but we understand in this industry it's quite fast paced. So an agent will get a listing, they'll give us a call and they need it. You know, it's a Monday, they need it done by a Friday. So of course we're going to do what we can to make it happen yeah. if it's feasible and we've got the resources and time. So it's pretty fast paced. We're often uh, viewing a job, the next day picking a job, then loading the job and then it's done. So it's Really, realistically, you know, seven to ten business days, mm. the process keeps rolling over. And like I said, we do 50 to 60 a month. That's just staging and then usually about 10 purchase packs. It's unbelievable because, like, you've obviously got a big warehouse, mm. but then you must just, like, stand in the warehouse and look around all the furniture. Like, how do you get your head around, okay, well, that couch is going to go into that house? And, like, do you have certain sections of the warehouse where it's all, like, you know, that sort of property that all that stuff goes together and then all that is that I'd how it works i love to say we were that organized <laughs> but because stuff is coming and going on the daily yeah, like often we've got three jobs going out four coming back look we've got a mezzanine level that's all dining chairs okay. but you know it's yeah. not uh, coded in coastal and French provincial <laughs> um, and it's myself and I've got some amazing stylists at work for me too so we all, we sit together we have a brief for each property I view mm. we talk about the look and feel the overall colors and accents and then we'll go in and, and pick the different elements um, so it's really just about working as a team it's not mm. just yeah it wouldn't be just me picking um, but yeah just you've got to be savvy you've got to pick what's there like we have such a fast turnaround that you might have 14 sofas so you got to pick the best one yeah. from that day from the stock that's going to suit yeah. the property and if you're well-trained stylist you can do that you can mix and match and it always comes together yeah no i love that it definitely does um so last question what is your favorite era and why Ooh, i'm such an eclectic stylist like my personal home is filled with timber and modern and vintage pieces so I really love eclectic style. I love a little bit from each era. That's my problem. Okay. I love everything. And the guys at work for me, if I ask them to come to my house one more time and swap a sofa, they will murder me because I'm always like, ooh, that's come in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's try that. I'll take that, yeah. But I think any stylist will. I think any stylist is going to be inspired by the different trends and the different ages. So it's, yeah, grouping it all together. But and look, I'm a, I love a monochromatic palette. So mm. it's a little bit more 80s actually. But yeah, I love just black and white, bold style. Yeah. Yeah, yep. no, that's cool. I've seen some photos of your puppies on social media and the oh, yeah. furniture in the background. <laughs> <They're> babies. <laughs> yeah, and they're color co- coordinated yeah, they, yeah. to my white and a tan Pomeranian. That's you right. can't even see them when they're sitting on the fofa. <laughs> no, that's right. It all looks very well styled. It's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, um, just want to say thanks for joining us on the podcast. Um, it's been amazing to see your journey. Uh, 10 years in business is um, not a sort of short feat and you've Thank done you. it from such a young age and seeing you go through that tough period where the market really... Mm really dropped off and your resiliency and your grit to get through that and just keep the business moving and the wheels turning is um, absolutely amazing and you know I can vouch for the fact that you come to a property and we're like yeah we need it styled this week and you're like it's Monday and I'm like yeah I know can you make it happen you're like I'll see what I can do so you've um, you've never let us down there so we just want to say thank you on behalf of everyone Um, if anyone wants to reach out to you your website your social media all that sort of stuff please do yeah stay in contact and thanks so much it's been a great chat that's all right thanks guys bye